Flyers Daily with Jason Martinez. All right, should we do this? Here we go. It is a Thursday, January 20th edition of Flyers Daily with Jason Martinez. Hope everybody is well. Flyers game day. Flyers and Blue Jackets tonight at Wells Fargo Center. we got a lot to get to. Game preview, schedule changes, but let's start here. Jake Voracek was slated to return to the Wells Fargo Center as a member of the Columbus Blue Jackets for the first time since being traded in the offseason. It does not look like he will be coming to Wells Fargo Center. He was in COVID protocol. Last we heard last night is that it was unlikely he didn't travel with the team yesterday. So we'll see if he makes a surprise appearance at Wells Fargo and is out of COVID protocol. Uh, But if he is out for this game, the Columbus Blue Jackets return to Philadelphia on April 5th as part of a home-and-home with the Flyers. So uh, it's not like it's their only trip in town. We'll see if Jake is available either coming up tonight by miracle or coming up on April 5th. We certainly hope so, as he is a player that is very deserving of the now much maligned NHL tribute video. All said and done, Jake Voracek and his time in Philadelphia. How about parts of 10 seasons, 727 games played, 177 goals, 427 assists, 604 points over that period of time. Uh, very productive player and played here for a decade. So uh, he de- definitely deserves to get his name on that Jumbotron and a tribute video and the applause of the Flyer faithful. As far as the game tonight against the Columbus Blue Jackets, first meeting of the season between these two teams, Columbus 12th in the NHL in goals per game. Pretty good, 3.14. But in the NHL, they have given up the third most amount of goals per game at 3.61. The goaltending combination of Elvis Merzlikens, Jonas Korpisalo, and a little bit of uh, Daniil Tarasov has not been good for the Columbus Blue Jackets. Matter of fact, Korpisalo's save percentage on the season, 882, and a 395 goals against average. Uh, Merzlikens, 907 save percentage, not not bad, but a 3.20 goals against average. Merzlikens has been the more successful of the two, 13-9-1 record, and uh, Korpisalo, with a 4-7-0 and record on the season. So they're a team that can score some goals, but has a hard time keeping it out of their net. That kind of is good news for the Flyers. Power play, 27th in the NHL, 16.1%, which is kind of shocking when you consider that they're 12th in scoring in the NHL, but 27th on the power play. And then the penalty kill, 23rd in the league, 78%. Not good indexes on either one of their special teams. Flyers are 26th on the power play, literally a tenth ahead of the Columbus Blue Jackets and one spot in the standings. And the PK, the Flyers are 19th, 78.8%. Flyers 27th in goals at 2.51. And they have allowed the ninth most goals per game in the NHL at 3.31. Now, one thing about this game, too, when you look at shots allowed, both of these teams allow a lot of shots. How about the first and second ranked teams in shots allowed in the NHL? The Columbus Blue Jackets, 34.8 shots per game. The Flyers, 34.7. An opportunity, to, an opportunity though, tonight for the Flyers to not reach that 10-game milestone of a second winless streak, a 10-game losing streak. Whatever you call it, it doesn't matter. The Flyers have not won in 2022 Tonight is an opportunity to do that. They played well in that game against the New York Islanders and suffered a nine-round shootout loss, but there's no consolation in that. I always say this. 
players know one thing. Did we win or did we lose? You can feel good about the way you played on a micro level, but on a macro level, what did the scoreboard say at the end of the night? Did we win or did we lose? And the Flyers are going to look to get a win tonight against the Columbus Blue Jackets. All right, schedule changes. The NHL put out a big addendum to the 2022 portion of the schedule. We know about all the games that were postponed for various teams around the league, the Canadian teams even more so than uh, a lot of the teams south of the border. Uh, The Flyers had to have some games rescheduled as well, six of them as a matter of fact. So here's the schedule through the end of February. We're set to have that break for the Olympics. That's no longer obviously in the cards. NHL players not going, and that real estate is now being used to park all the postponed games. So here's what's coming up for the Flyers after Columbus tonight, Saturday at Buffalo at 1 o'clock. Then on Monday, it's the Dallas Stars. Tuesday, back-to-back, Dallas at home on Monday, and then the New York Islanders away for the Flyers on Tuesday. Then the Flyers have a bit of a break after that Islander game on the road. They come back home Saturday, so off Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, back Saturday against the Los Angeles Kings. Tuesday, February 1st, they'll take on the Winnipeg Jets. Then they'll have the Detroit Red Wings on February 9th in Philadelphia and February 12th in Detroit. February 15th, they'll be in Pittsburgh against the Penguins. Then the Flyers will get the Capitals on February 17th at home, the Carolina Hurricanes at home, the St. Louis Blues at home on the 22nd, the Washington Capitals at Wells Fargo on the 26th, then March 1st with Edmonton, Minnesota, Chicago, and Vegas, all at the Wells Fargo Center. And I don't ever remember a time since I've been working for the team, 15 years or whatever it is, that they've had eight straight home games. Eight straight home games. They will come back from that game against Pittsburgh on the 15th, and they won't go back on the road until a game against the Florida Panthers on March 10th. So a little home cooking will be in order for the Philadelphia Flyers. Now with 2022 being here, and it gives you kind of a chance to reset mentally, physically for some people, getting into the gym, whatever. And I thought to in this episode it would be a good idea to take the temperature of you guys, the people that listen, the men, the women, the boys, the girls, the dads, the moms, everybody, on what you want out of this podcast. Obviously, this season is now in a very unique territory. And as I've talked about on previous episodes, we're all trying to find a way to come to grips with what this season has become and try and find a way not to live, shift in, and shift out because sometimes it'll drive us crazy, but to find change our expectations a bit on, for this season and also find a way to, to look at the positives that can come out of what is a broken and sideways season. What can those be? I mean, Cam York could be one of those stories where you go, okay, the season went sideways, but we, got, we learned a lot about Cam York, and that's exciting and portends well for the future. Maybe Morgan Frost, maybe other players as well. And I also have to try and take that approach with this podcast, because this podcast is not about me. It's about you. It's about the people that listen. And I want, when you listen to this and you take that time to hit play on whatever you listen on or whenever you listen, that you're getting what you want. And I don't want you to start your day with overt negativity if that's not what you're into. or But I don't want to start you to start your day with me coming on here and just hanging on to menial positive things just for the sake of doing it. I have to be real. It has to be real. 
This podcast has to be authentic. So I decided to just put a tweet out and ask everybody, given all the circumstances on the ice with this team this season, what you prefer from a content perspective and any other element. What do you want from Flyers Daily in 2022? And I said, this podcast is for the listeners, and I want to know what you want more of or less of. So we've got some responses, and I love reading the responses, as you all know. So let's go through some of them. Jared tweeted it, and he said, it's tough to do without video, but I thought you did a good job of breaking down this play. And he's referring to a tweet that he had sent me uh, a day prior when I broke down the play and that goal in the game against the Islanders on the first night where Rasmus Ristolainen was tied up in front with Matt Martin. It was the layered screen and point shot from Salo that was eventually credited to Casey Sezikis. And he said, I also enjoyed the guest, both the Flyers and non-Flyers ones. For instance, if the Flyers make a deal with the Wild, maybe do a 30-minute conversation with a Minnesota beat writer. Um, it, it is hard to break down those plays sometimes. I'm trying to paint a picture as best I can to break down individual plays. But something I will do, Jared, is it, and I've done this before, in particular with goaltending and Carter Hart and other Flyers goaltenders, is I will do some YouTube videos and put those out of those kind of things, breaking down plays. Because I think that sometimes when a goal happens, especially a goal against at a key moment, our emotion gets in the way and we want to blame somebody. And sometimes upon further review, really looking at it and seeing where how it happened and all the elements of it, sometimes you realize, hey, the team played it right. It was just a perfectly executed play by the opposition. Or sometimes you look at it and you, and, and you go, oh, boy, somebody missed their coverage here. Somebody lost a guy. And it's good to do those things. So that is uh, a good idea and something we will definitely incorporate. Jordan, at Flyers and Fantasy, tweets in and says, I think something that might be interesting is when you get a tweet that really catches your eye, have the tweeter on the pod to get a bit of a back and forth going. With this many suggestions for the team out there, would love to hear fans elaborate on their takes. <clears throat> now, that is an interesting one. Obviously, this podcast is recorded. It's not done live, so there's no risk of you know the person saying things that aren't aren't good, aren't kosher, but it's something that I'd have to kind of vet. Um, but it is an idea. I like it because I do shape some of the content and some of the themes of this podcast around a tweet or around a DM that I get. For Like yesterday when I had that tweet about should the Flyers hire the next coach now, I'll, I'll do a whole segment on that. So I love when people send me those kind of tweets and send me DMs because it helps me <laughs> and it provides content. And, it's, and I think it's what you guys want to hear. So that's something that we'll definitely put under consideration. Chris tweets in, he makes maybe some, quote, get to know the players better stuff. Funny stories from Junior, away from the ice stuff. He said, thanks for asking. There isn't else. He said, there isn't much else to talk about on the with the on-ice product. And the trade deadline is still too far away for that to be a, cons- a constant topic. Yeah, the trade deadline is still two months away. And there'll be time for those conversations. And obviously, this is a daily podcast. So it's a lot of topics and a lot of conversation. Um, But as far as getting players on and, you know, kind of the stuff away from the ice, we did a lot of that when the NHL was initially paused. And nobody knew when the game was coming back. We had players on all the time. And we weren't talking about, hey, you played this team on Saturday, you play these guys tomorrow. It was just about human stories. 
that's a little bit more difficult to do right now. I love doing that stuff. And Chris, I think that's one of the things that when I got the job that they wanted me to bring out, and maybe I haven't done a good enough job of it. And it's obviously been difficult because our limited interaction with players face-to-face and you know Zoom media availabilities and everything that goes with it. But that is something that you know I want to expose the players as people, not just professional athletes. Because hockey players are great people, great guys, funny guys, and there's a great stories. So that is something I want to do a lot more of. Matt Inzerma tweets in and he says what he would suggest is to add another person to the podcast to your team, someone with someone with zero journalism experience, but sure does love hockey. And he said, I can be that guy. Well, you're hired. Good job, Matt. I always like doing it with other people, too. I love having conversation and debate. And so I love having Bill on. We have Bill on every Monday, Bill Meltzer. So, and we're going to probably see his name mentioned here a few times as well. Steve Masses tweeted in and said what he wants more of is inside scoop and players' perspectives. It's a little bit more difficult to get players on when things are going really poorly. Nobody's jumping, you know, to the front of the line to say, hey, I'll go on with Jason on Flyers Daily. When things are good, obviously, they're more willing. Uh, but yeah, I love getting that stuff as well. As far as inside scoop goes, that's not really my thing. I'm not a, a newsbreaker, but uh, players' perspectives and those conversations, I love having those. Derek Georgopoulos tweets in, oh, a fellow Greek man with the name of Georgopoulos. He said, not really a question, but I think this team is a quick retooling away. Don't give up on TK, Provi, Trey Giroux, sad, for some assets and a player ready now. Fall far enough to maybe get Savoy in the draft. He said, I think it's still there. I am biased, but thoughts. And he said, I did just skim over the original tweet, but I think you've been doing great. And whatever content you pump out, I'll probably check out. That's an interesting thought, you know, thought process that the team is a quick retooling away. Cause we see all the people that say it needs to be blown up. They need to start over, sell everything, strip it down, rebuild it five years. And then you'll have something. I'll tell you what, Derek, I'm going to park your tweet. And I'm going to do a whole episode on it because when you're at your worst, and right now it's bad with a nine-game winless skid, a 10-game one already in the bank from earlier this season, you're never as far away as you think you are, and sometimes you're never as close as you think you are. You're never as bad as you you are at your worst. You're never as good as you are at your best. You're somewhere in the middle. But where do they reside? We'll break that down in an upcoming episode. Alex tweeted in, Alex Arid and said, more of your analysis and others like Bill Meltzer and NHL insiders. Love it. Absolutely, we will do that. Brian Fish, my old hockey teammate, says, perhaps bring in Tony Androck for some prospect updates. We've had Tony on before, Tony Androkaitis, who uh, covers the AHL and the Phantoms. And yeah, we will get Tony on. We're due for a visit with Tony, so that's a great suggestion, Brian. Uh, David Davis says, more Bill Meltzer would be nice. Agreed, and we will get more Bill on the pod. I love having him on, as everybody knows. Mike tweets in, Mike in Philly 72, he says, 100, 100% about the future. Who's getting traded? Who should we keep around? Who should we target in the draft? And let's throw in 2022 draft prospect reports and mock drafts. And almost forgot, who's getting fired? Okay, well, we will absolutely get into all that stuff as it becomes more time appropriate or seasonally appropriate. But we will be having those conversations for sure. 
Josh uh, tweets in, Josh Gennard, and he says, Jason, I'm a big fan of the podcast. First of all, Josh, thank you. He says, makes my morning drive to work tolerable. He said, I'd love to hear more on the Flyers' prospects, both in the North America and Europe. Also, as it gets closer, some draft-eligible prospects that could be available in the range the Flyers will be picking. Yeah, I, we should do a check-in with some of the scouts around the globe to see how guys are you know, performing over in Sweden or in Russia or wherever it might be, and uh, do some check-ins with some of the North American scouts as well. It's a good time to do that, and it's a good suggestion. Michael Finn tweeted in, and he said, given the state of this season for your own sanity, I don't think you need to do this daily despite the name of the pod. He said, I'd be happy with you doing it once a week or twice a weekly recap of games, answering our listener questions with Meltzer once a week and focus on all discussions on the future. Well, we're going to do it daily. Um, <laughs> and I think we've done about 600 episodes since we started Flyers Daily and the, the Flyers Broadcast Network, and it's been awesome. And it's been awesome because of people like you, Michael, that listen. Um, but... We're going to continue doing it daily, even though sometimes my sanity may be in question. All right, one more. Josh White tweeted in and said, I love when you tweet and read people's responses. Kind of like this, right? Uh, We get a good census of what the feel around Philly is. He said, also, I think Bill Meltzer is really well-spoken in every episode. Wouldn't hurt to hear even more from him on upcoming episodes. Great suggestions. And, you know, the Twitter thing and putting a question out on Twitter and then reading responses on the podcast was like a dumb luck thing that I did. I just didn't have anything, any idea of what to talk about. And this was early from when we started the podcast in 2020. And I just did it one night. I didn't think it would be something that people would enjoy a whole heck of a lot. I thought it would just be, okay, once in a while, maybe something different. But you're not the only one, Josh, that has told me that people really enjoy the Twitter questions and responses and ask Billy and all those things. So, hey, if if people enjoy it, I want to do it. And as always, if you have a question, if you have a comment, you can always hit me on Twitter at Jason Mert, J-A-S-O-N-M-Y-R-T, or you can DM me. My DMs are open, and I sometimes it takes me a while to respond to some of the DMs because I get quite a bit, but I will respond as best I can eventually. Um, and I may not respond, but I may use what you DM'd me in an episode because I know you guys all have a lot to say. You have opinions and you have preferences and that's awesome. Send them to me. I love getting that kind of stuff from the listeners of this podcast. All right. That's going to put a wrap on this episode. Hope everybody enjoyed it. If you could leave us a rating and review, make sure you're subscribed as well. And we'll talk to you tomorrow. We'll break down the Columbus Blue Jackets Flyers game tonight. Will the Flyers avoid a 10th straight loss? Well, we'll know tonight, and we'll break it down in tomorrow's brand new Flyers Daily. Oh, it's the pride.